and welcome to episode 14 of the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast, coming to you live from a very springy Glasgow. My name is Colin Little. And my name is Paul Kaczynski, and we are the Nearly Men, two normal guys with nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them, we do not sell them, we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men, and at some point you've probably kicked our asses online. Hi. Hello. Hi. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung, Colin Little. It certainly has. It's beautiful. It's slightly less sweltering in here than it was. Well, I did. I opened the doors for a longer period of time. Well, well I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. That's that's the minimum I expect from now on. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. What a start. <laughs> well, it's not as you mean to go on. <laughs> We've yeah. just grabbed everybody. Yeah. yeah. I like your t-shirt, Colin. I need to tell everyone about your t-shirt. This is my wonderful Empire Strikes Back t-shirt. Yeah, uh, and it's a... Uh, it's, Kind of, it's, if you imagine, it's like the poster, but it's not quite, and it, and it's colour, and you've got, it's a lot more featured. In fact, it's all the minor characters. Basically, I did everybody in. There's Boba Fett in there, there's uh, Stormtroopers, there's the Emperor, there's Lando. Lando? There's, uh, who's this over here? Yoda, um, the Millennium Falcon, the TIE Interceptor, and we even get a tiny little TIE Fighter right up here. It was not bad. That was, mm, was wasn't like, as good as yours. No. Yours was very good. I've got way. a very sore throat today. I'm not going to try Aww. it. Just not today. Oh, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, yes, a very cool t-shirt. I, yeah, I love yeah. this this added feature of the TIE Fighter so high up here because yes. when I wear like a jumper um, over this t-shirt, the TIE Fighter peeks out the top. A peeking TIE Fighter? Yeah, peeking TIE Fighter. That's very nice. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm well, sir. Thank you. Good, good, good. Uh, well, uh, I suppose we'll be going with... Uh, what you've been playing? Uh, well, uh, I've not had much time to play, actually. No. Again, that's two weeks in a row. We're, we're, we're too busy. That's terrible, isn't it? Uh, I got squeezed in a wee bit of FIFA, as always, but no, not much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drive Club, I've been playing lots of Drive Club with the Drive Club Challenge. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you forced me to buy Dying Light. I certainly did, yes. <laughs> How are you finding that? Yeah, it's good. Uh, as a, as a, a message the other night, I uh, had my first night experience. And, yes. And the game's now in the freezer. Yes. And I just I, I just went away. Did you change your shorts afterwards? I, I had to, yes. It is a bit frightening, that first night experience, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I didn't... Because people had told me it was quite scary. And playing it, I was like, all oh, right, so it's zombies. Oh, and they kind of jump at you and you don't know the behind you and things like that. It's all quite scary. But then... Then the night fell. They mostly come at night. Mostly. mostly. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> it's pretty scary. I was quite... T- I, I did die at night. Uh, the, oh, my you? very first night, yeah. Oh. Um, because I ran into a wall. Oh, dear. <laughs> no. Mr. Volatile got you. I was um, I was running away from the Volatiles and uh, I got trapped in a wall and all I could see was my, the circle of my flashlight <laughs> up against this wall. No, but see, you've got to turn your flashlight off. Ah. You've got to turn your flashlight off at night. I mean, no wonder I, it caught you. I just, I panicked. I, I was running, I was sprinting. What you need to use if at night is your UV flashlight. Because if you zap him. Oh, I forgot about that. If you zap him with your UV flashlight, he gets like hurt and runs away. I forgot all about that. What a diddy. The guy gave me it as well. What a diddy. Uh, uh, yeah, that's very good though. It's great, isn't I'm, it? I'm enjoying it. We, play, we played a wee bit of the co-op. Yeah, we did. Which you, actually, you helped me out. When I got the game, I hadn't actually realised that I'd forgotten that there was this co-op. I remember when it came out, they were talking about it. Mm. But the the mm-hmm. full game's basically co-op. We can yeah. do the entire game. It's great. Um, you helped me out with some bandits. Yes, I was the equivalent <laughs> of you calling a bigger boy for help, wasn't I was just, <laughs> You were my honours. I just turned up with a gun and shot everyone in the head. <laughs> I helped. I threw a gas canister. Yeah, you threw it where I couldn't hit it. 
I was panicked. There was zombies behind me. And then, had, and then me. had to climb down into a dangerous bit just to shoot the gas canister, and all it did was mildly singe one of the guys. <laughs> yeah, but the plan was good, surely. I mean, I came up with a plan. Guys, everyone out there listening, right? <laughs> the whole premise of Dying Light is that actually you're supposed to do things quite quietly because noise attracts zombies. Paul's greatest contribution right. to this was, albeit I was using a rifle, okay, <laughs> but I was aware that that was causing some noise. Paul's idea was for me to then shoot an explosive canister to make even more noise. No, but the, 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 we were in a, a, a cornered off area. The, but... the uh, uh, claimy ones got in. Oh, did they? Yeah, because then they were fighting with the guys as well. Oh, so they were. I wondered how they got there. I forgot about that. Yeah. It well, worked, it uh, worked though. It was a plan. However, I have no rifle bullets now in my own game because I came to help you. Oh, did you? So, so it is one big game, essentially? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't continue my story progression uh, or interfere with that, but all my inventory and XP and stuff is affected. Aww. So, yeah, you will me rifle bullets. <laughs> I'll find you something, don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been playing a wee bit of Dying Light. Uh, I've been playing Broforce. Broforce! Uh, and I've I, been. I, I did have a game of that, sorry. Yeah? Yeah, I did. Uh, you enjoy it? I did, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of fun. It's it's it was slightly addictive. It's uh, got a kind of worms kind of feel to it, well, the explodable world. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I, I played it on hard at your recommendation. Uh, and I found it quite hard. It's hard, yeah, it's hard. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I played a tiny bit of Drive Club, but uh, I'm not very good at Drive Club. You did not bad. No, no, not good enough though, not good mm, enough. Mm, mm. Uh, anyway, so we are, of course, The Nearly Men. Uh, you, of course, can find us on iTunes, that might be where you're listening to us at the moment. We are, of course, The Nearly Men Video Games Podcast. You might be in the shower, you might not be on iTunes. That's true. You might be in the shower. That's true, I wouldn't advise listening to a podcast in the shower unless it's safely away from the water. Well, it depends. device you're playing I mean, it you get, you get these waterproof speakers and things. Yeah, I've got one of them, actually. Oh, well, there it was. Yeah. yeah. Advising yeah. people. Well, you need the kit. You know, this Fair is... Play. A, it's a, it's, you know, we want to um, be inclusive to all. Not everyone's got one of these speakers. You can like just that. take your iPhone into the shower. I like that. Well, you could, but you could, you could sit it somewhere. Well, on your head be it. I can assure you that you're not going to get your insurance back if you go, yeah, so I took my phone because some numpty on a podcast told me to take my phone in the I needed my cull little fix. Yeah, yeah, don't blame me for it. Don't blame me for it. Um, yeah, sorry, we are... I'm trying to do the sorry, basic sorry. housekeeping bit. You've just took me right away. Everybody knows. I know. <laughs> I don't even know why we keep putting this in the script. Yes, we are the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast. If you don't know that by now, I don't know what's happening. You're probably having some sort of stroke or something. We can always hope there's new people. Well, that's that. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please, if you can, take a wee bit of time and give us a review. Uh, the more reviews you can get us, give us the, the higher up the ranks we can go, the more people we can get, the more yeah. lovely listeners we can get, and the more we can spread the gospel of the Nearly Men. And the more often you'll need to hear this bit of the, the podcast. Yeah, that's it. The more up people we get, then the, the less likely I'll have to do this um, protracted bit. Of course, we are on Twitter. We are at Nearly Men. Uh, please do send us some abuse on there. Uh, it's uh, We're more and more using our Twitter feed these days, and um, it's good. It's been great fun. We've been getting people in contact with us, so please do get in contact uh, on Facebook. Give us a wee like. We are the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast. We like to keep the Facebook up to date quite quite a lot as well. Certainly, um, when we're doing our, our monthly challenges, we uh, we kind of keep people updated uh, week by week via Twitter and Facebook. So give us a like, give us a follow. And of course, you can send us an email to nearlymenpodcast at gmail.com. Wonderful, Colin. Yeah. I'd, listen, I'd sit and listen to you do that every day. And I could. 
What you could do, you just I subscribe could. to the podcast and have a listen. I could just cut that bit out of the podcast and just have it on repeat. Well, you could do. If you were so inclined to do it, absolute weirdo, <laughs> <Well>, you know. <laughs> right, last time we were talking about video games that had become movies. Uh, I don't feel unclean. Well, there was there was some beauties, wasn't there? Uh, Street Fighter Two, was it? Yeah, was that rise, Chris Klein? Rise of Chug Lee. Is that Chris, Chris Klein? Yeah. Did, you, did you get that video? Did you watch that video? Oh yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, if you, if you didn't watch that video, every line by Chris Klein, <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter Two, it's wonderful. Uh, we had Mortal Kombat. We had oh Max Payne. Max Payne, oofed. Oh horrific. But we we did realise that there was very few video game movies that were quite good yeah uh, I think um, we're really hoping that maybe Assassin's Creed can break, buck the trend mm-hmm, this uh, this Christmas I think the best we came up with was Silent Hill wasn't it yeah I would I say so yeah. the, the general consensus anyway Jay got in touch uh, and he even asks are there any decent game movies Final Fantasy 7 was decent but complete fan nonsense that was Advent Children so that, that was a kind of really good looking one wasn't it it was kind of animated yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, kind of CG, um, but I, as far as I'm aware, it, it was uh, it was really kind of to appeal to the fans. Ah, it was right, a bit right. Nonsense. Uh, Jay also says that he loved the Mortal Kombat movie when he was younger, but he fully accepts it's not a good movie. Ah, nostalgia, he says. Yep, yeah, that was very much the same as me. Yeah, and less said about Doom, the better, he says. Yeah, well, we did a couple of favors for Doom last year. Last year, last episode. Most people just like that one bit where it goes like the game. Ah, is that what everyone remembers? Yep. Paul also got in touch. Yep. D- different Paul, not me. We're not that bad. <laughs> Street Fighter was awful, he said. Street Fighter was awful. Uh, and it's not out yet, but it's difficult to see how a world of Warcraft can live up to the game. Now, that's something we didn't mention last time. Yeah. It's, of course, Duncan Jones that's making that one. I've seen the trailer. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it looks all right. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how yeah. how it all works. I believe I might be wrong, but I think it's Travis Travis Femel, I think his name is, who's who's the main guy in the Warcraft movie. Who, of course, is the guy who plays Ragnar Lothbrok in one of my favourite TV shows at the moment, Vikings. Oh, there we are. That's I might be wrong. To me. Australian actor, but uh, I think it's him. How come? What was his name? Travis Femel. Travis Femel. How come it's Travis Femel, but you don't give me Will Fer- Ferrell? Because it's clearly Will Ferrell. Have you seen the, the memes that are going about at the moment? That it's like Will Ferrell and Will Domesticated. <laughs> There's like two different pictures. <laughs> Gary Oldman, Gary Youngman. I've seen some of them. I've seen some of them. My favourite by far is De Niro De Faro. It's like wee tiny De Niro. <laughs> There's another one. Something about Alone. Oh, it'll come back to me. Oh, Sylvester Stallone. F- Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Sylvester <laughs> Together. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> very good look them up if you don't mm. uh, that's the one yeah I mean World of Warcraft I, I mean I don't really know World of Warcraft to be honest um, but it looks kind of fairly you know faithful to the game of course it is and Duncan Jones has made some good films yeah oh he has he's also got a very cool Twitter handle what is his Twitter handle Man Made Moon oh so it is yeah, yeah I think very he cool. was Man Made Moon Zoe Bowie isn't it yep um Okay, yeah, so that was uh, with regards to last week. We, of course, have been doing the Drive Club, Club Challenge uh, for the past fortnight, uh, and my hands are sore from doing it, I'll not lie. Um, for a long time, a long time, Ross Allen was in the lead. Yes. Roscoe Allen, 1982. Yes. For a long time, he was in the lead, and nobody felt that he could catch him. 
Yes. And Nick Bruce got in touch and he says he seems to be untouchable. His ghost card is forever taunting me. I have hit the restart button after that first corner more times than I care to admit. Yep. You said it was all about the first corner. Oh, yeah, oh. but the tricky thing is that I'm not convinced that restarting it's a good practice because actually, agree. because actually you're not fast enough. Exactly. You kind of need to, even if you mess up that first corner, you need to do the entire lap yeah. just to be fast enough. Just warm up for the next one. Yeah, it's hellish. You see it in your sleep. You start seeing it when you're driving. The problem for me is I got quite a good time to begin with. I took uh-huh. the lead at one point uh-huh. and then literally couldn't even beat my own time subsequently. See? My own ghost car would taunt me And even points when I did better on certain corners My own ghost car would then catch me up Oh, it's horrendous It's horrendous uh, And, you, and you, think you, you think you've got how to do a corner And then you realise that you're actually just You're taking it better, but you're not going any faster Yeah, I mean, I was trying all sorts of stuff I was like cycling down gears to try and get oh. around corners I was handbrake, brake yeah, I just can't play that game Not not at that level I think there's some folk That get racing games uh-huh, Some folk uh-huh. that don't And I'm just I just don't I just want to do everything At 100 miles an hour Yeah Yeah Well The Drive Club Challenge Is now over And we will have the final results Later in the show Ooh mm-hmm. News Yes So uh, <laughs> A bit of a sad note To begin with actually uh, Sony What's that? That's the Romeo and Juliet theme from Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet. Oh, okay. For a moment there, I thought it was the wee bit from Hunger Games. Oh, it's dead like it's that? Dead it's really like that, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. That, that was your sad accompaniment that you didn't take on board as your back and Do you want me to do it? Oh, you're doing you're back. No, because right, we're okay. actually talking about people losing their jobs here. It's probably, probably, oh, probably a bit... Uh, oh, dear. Not exactly ripe for comedy. Well... Yeah, so uh, I, well, I think it's sad news. Paul obviously thinks it's hilarious, but <laughs> <laughs> just for the record, his houses are getting reclaimed and things. Uh, no, terribly sad news actually. Sony has announced uh, the closure of Evolution Studios, uh, which of course are uh, a London. No, they are a British developer, Cheshire, Cheshire, Sony, Cheshire uh, based um, like developer, the, like the cat. Yes. Um, so, it, it, it's basically this this company's been going since 1999. Uh, they, of course, most recently were the company behind uh, PlayStation-exclusive Drive Club that we've just mentioned, which, of course, had an incredibly uh, bumpy beginning. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be a launch title. was going to be coming as PlayStation Plus, uh, with a PlayStation Plus version. That never arrived. There was huge server issues. They delayed the PlayStation Plus. Um the game eventually started working. Mm-hmm. I have to be honest, we ended up buying the game on a discount at Christmas. I think they were desperately yeah. trying to get people back on board. We enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether it made up for the mess it was in originally, I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. However, they finally got it on. They then, of course, made the PlayStation Plus title. It eventually came out well over a year later. Um, the PlayStation Plus thing only lasted three months. Is that then, all it was? Then, and then they got Gosh. rid of it again. Uh, so, yeah, they've they've uh, they've closed it or they're closing it. Um, they've confirmed that there will be at least some compulsory redundancies as a consequence of the decision. Uh, the announcement, of course, follows Microsoft's announcement um, of plans to close another British developer, which was Lionhead Studios. Mm-hmm. Who? What, what were they working on against uh, this? They did, they did Fable. Fable. They were working on Fable Three, I think. Yeah, they did Black and White and all that kind of stuff. That's Peter right. Peter Molyneux's old company, of course. Uh, so quite a quite a bad time for British yeah. games development. 
it's a uh, you know we spoke about la- last week is is it is it microsoft is in trouble but you know it's maybe just everyone just having to cut cloth accordingly Sony said on the move uh, we accept that this decision will mean that we risk losing high calibre staff but by focusing on other studios that already have exciting new projects in development we believe we will be in a stronger position going forward and able to offer the best possible content of the highest quality to our consumers where possible we will try to relocate people reallocate sorry reallocate people to other projects if Appropriate opportunities are not possible within the company. We will assist staff in any way we can, including speaking with local employers and with other development companies. It's a fairly standard kind of redundancy announcement, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I did did hear, I think, the the team, as much as possible, are going to try and stay together. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah. Maybe do their own thing, maybe. Maybe do their own sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's very sad. They clearly have, have talent. Yep, yeah. Uh, for all the problems that Drive Club had, um, that was more kind of server and online sort of stuff and all yeah. that kind of things. The actual game mechanics work very well and it does look yeah, beautiful. It's great. But, you know, as you say, it was a year before it came out. Yep. So, what do you think? Does this mean Drive Club 2 is not going to happen? Mm, I can't imagine them doing something like Drive Club without Sony's backing. If they're going to go on their own. I just wonder. I, I, this always made me wonder why why it was happening in the first place because Sony already have Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's the thing because Gran Turismo is coming out again, isn't it? So maybe they've just decided to cut their losses. We don't need two of these, and we'll just have Gran Turismo when it comes out. It's a shame as well because Drive Club had a really good post-launch input from the the, the developers. There was always content coming. Yep, DLC wise yeah. and things like that. They were very good for and stuff a, like that. A lot of free stuff as well. Yep, that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah, it is unfortunate. Um, okay, uh, well, moving on. Um, there have been rumours, I don't know if you've seen this, about the PlayStation 4.5. Yes. Um, these rumours aren't going away. We've heard this for a wee while, that, 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 that Sony might be interested in making a new kind of um, souped-up version of the PS4 um, that would pro- possibly include... I mean, the PlayStation 4, as it stands, can actually support 4K video and photos. Mm. However, um, there's now these rumours that this, this 4.5 PS4 um, would uh, would be able to uh, display games in 4K resolution as well. Yeah, I mean, I was reading up in it, and it's uh, it's going to take a lot for it to, to do the games. Um, I, I I think it's too soon to do something like this. Yeah, I I think if they waited a couple of years, they might have got people. But I, I think everybody's a bit just like well, we just bought a PlayStation. Well, Sony have said to have been briefing game developers about that. Uh, so apparently it is actually happening. Mm. Um, but what is it? Is it going to be a complete replacement? Is it going to have to be buying a new machine, mm. or is it uh, is it potentially something that that we can just swap in a different GPU? I mean, I've already right, okay. Uh, you've not upgraded your hard drive yet on your no. PS4, have you? I have, um, and that that's fairly straightforward. But I'm not convinced that the rest of the machine is. Uh, well, I've, um, I've had no, you have had your no PlayStation apart completely. Um, and it'd be a whole new board, a whole new motherboard. Right. Uh, the 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 only kind of components are your hard drive, your fan, your drive, your disk drive, and things. That everything's on one board. So I can't see you being able see to upgrade able that. To just buy the board and yeah, just put that in. Like um, a new machine. What we need to remember is that the the PS4 is now three years old. Is that right? 
three years Well, it'll be three in November. Three in November. So, I think the, the interesting thing for this is the fact that this, I think, was going to happen eventually. Because what you already noticed was when the when Xbox One and the PS4 came out, they were already the power of kind of normal, kind of reasonably middle of the road mm-hmm. PCs. Right. Games technology seems to be advancing so quickly now mm-hmm. that the idea of a console lasting 10 years doesn't seem to be the case anymore. I, I think, you know, they're already talking about games like Uncharted really pushing the PS4. Right, right. You know, whereas games like Uncharted 3 and, and Last of Us and things like that that really pushed the PS3 came right at the end of the life, life cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's already games like, for instance, uh, The Order 1886, which yeah. obviously wasn't actually a very good game, but looked astonishing. Right, okay. So I just wonder if this is par for the course now, that, that potentially consoles aren't going to have as long a life, life cycle as possible. Mm. Well, one article I was reading suggested that the this was a mid-generation upgrade. Yeah. So it's three years mid-generation, so we're talking six years, seven years. Well, that, 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 that probably is about probably. right. I, I just, I can't see myself buying a new console already. It's quite what a hard, mean? quite a hard, um, especially, swallow, isn't especially it? if they're going to give, ask us to fork out 350 quid for VR. VR. But see, I think that's why, I think that might be part of the reason why they're doing this, I think, because think? I think to support VR going forward, I think they're they're probably well potentially. I mean, if it was some sort of upgrade or some sort of, I mean, I wonder whether it's something that, that they can add elsewhere. We're going to talk about PSVR later on, and it comes with its own processing unit. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's something like that they can use that you can buy that will uh, that will plug into the. Yeah. P- I don't know where it would plug in. I don't know if it's possible. I just don't know. I just don't know to give the, the PS4 a wee bit extra juice. Um, the, the, a few articles I read kind of gave different things about what it possibly could be, and just about all of them suggested that it might be an optional upgrade. So if you want your things to run a wee bit smoother, if yes. you want uh, if you want your 4K games... Well, I think that's definitely what it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a, now your PS4 is not going to be supported. Yeah, yeah. I think it's purely going to be to make games run a bit better. I don't think at any point there will be games purely for the PS4.5. Uh, right. I don't think you're going to get halfway through this console. That's, surely not. And surely suddenly not. You, you, you don't get games for it. I mean... Look how long you were still getting games on PS4 and PS3, for instance, okay, or, or okay. Xbox 360, Xbox One. They're just, they're not going to, I mean, as it stands, PS4's on its way to be one of the most successful games consoles ever. If, mm-hmm, if it continues mm-hmm. selling this way, I don't see why they would suddenly just chop off their nose despite their yeah, fa- face. Yeah. I think this will definitely be an optional thing. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and it will just be simply if if you are one of these folk who really like graphics, you know, the right top of the end stuff. I mean, if for instance my PS4 started to kind of kind of struggle, for instance, uh-huh. you know, and 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 maybe I was looking at potentially buying a new one to replace it or whatever, or trading one in to replace one, and and the PS4.5 came out and it was only a wee bit extra, I would consider it. Right. But I just. I don't know. I suppose, you know, it, it fits in line with all the, the slims that were the fashion of the last generation, uh-huh. you know, but there, there was no real there was no real upgrade, really, with the slims, was Well, it? the main well, thing with the slims were, were obviously they took a bit less thing. They ran 
smoother and cooler, and kind of cooler yeah. sorry yeah. cooler and therefore you know the original playstation 3 had the noisiest fan in the world right, right. Uh, a friend of mine used to always joke it was like a space shuttle taking mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. um my playstation 4's like that oh really uh, see my playstation really... 4 isn't like that dying light uh, i'm ready to take off i wonder why i wonder if it's weird you're I mean, your it console's be. out in the middle of nowhere, though. Yeah, I mean, it's out with yeah. plenty of air around it's it. It's in a hot room, though. That room's usually quite hot. So but that might be still. part of it. But. That, that, I mean, that was the purpose of taking that apart, to clean the fan. And as yeah. I said before, to clean your fan, you need to take everything apart, yeah. rather than it being the first thing. And was it worth cleaning the fan? Was it, it manky? It, it, yeah, it was quite quite dusty, yeah. yeah. And it did, it did improve the... the Running off of the noise that. of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, it seems to be there already. Yeah, you know, I've got cats as well, so it could be cat hair and things. Well, like I've that, got cats as well, but yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting. But uh, I don't know. Let us know what you think about this. Um, it's certainly uh, it's quite a divisive subject at the moment. People are um, are not sure mm-hmm. whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, if it's purely Sony offering folk another choice, that's fair dues. But if it's if it's as it maybe seems a chance to kind of grab some more money, or mm-hmm. or maybe I don't know, but. Or maybe this is just the way consoles are going now. Maybe because the because uh, technology is advancing so quickly now, that rather than be obsolete, maybe you're only going to get three, four years out of a console. Oh no, 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 no! You need to drop the price if that's the case. Yeah, you can't. You can't see yourself paying that amount of money every couple of years. No, no, certainly not every two years. Yeah, anyway, I tell you yeah. that much. Um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting, especially with us. We're going to come on to PSVR coming out. Yeah, you've got to hope you're. PlayStation's going to last you longer than... Exactly. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Cozy Crumbs. It's Cozy Crumb time. Mm. Uh, Just wee pointers for you. Pointers, not pointers. That's a lot of rubbish. Um, Cozy Crumbs. Fallout 4 Season Pass was listed free on the PlayStation Store, Colin. It was you that got in touch with me to let me know. Yes, it was. Did you snap up? I did, yes. nom, 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 nom. And now it's been revoked. It's just been revoked. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get an email? Yes, it is. Yeah, um, the, indeed, Sony will not be honouring the people who grabbed the Fallout 4 season pass for free the other day. It was free for, I think, 45 minutes. Yep. And uh, they will not be honouring it. So if you grabbed it while it was free, you're not getting it. You need to pay for it, which I suppose is fair. I suppose it's fair enough. Um, that said, I do, and I have seen some folks saying, you know, this is a bit like in a supermarket. If people price something wrong, it's their fault. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I, I just I don't know. I, I guess it's, it's it's not fair because yeah yeah I mean Sony it was Sony's fault. Yeah, you got it. You should have it. It's kinda the theory along with your supermarket thing. Yeah. Um, but if that's the case on this situation, I think they'd have to refund everybody who had already, already bought, bought it because because they hadn't even used it yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a good point. I suppose they just couldn't have done it. I think. I mean, it was an absolute disaster from them Um, it was very poor and uh, I'm sure Bethesda were not very happy about it Uh, yeah I mean you shouldn't really get somebody's work for free and there's a lot of stuff Um, I I wonder if maybe they could have done something where they would have maybe offered the folk who maybe I don't know maybe they could have said well you can buy it at this we'll give you a wee code you can get a fiver offer or something well, I mean you couldn't give them too much of a discount because they really are just cheeky folk who tried to st- exactly. st- something. I think we're getting to keep the theme 
Yes, well, I've got the theme. I'm delighted about that. Uh, <laughs> you can look at what you could have won. No, to be honest, I think it's fair to us. Um, what's more interesting, though, is the fact that there was an awful lot of big gaming um, websites who actively tweeted the link. Yes. We decided not to do that as nearly men. We felt that was a bit harsh, and we're, we're sorry if folk have missed out, but ultimately, I haven't missed out on anything apart from a theme um, for your PS4. Uh, I just felt it's not really the kind of thing that, that really should be being no. done. And it, it was and people, very prolific like, you know, stuff. Even the official PlayStation magazine <laughs> tweeted it out. <laughs> uh, Eurogamer did. Yep. Um, I can't remember if IGN did, but a number of big big websites tweeted it out. And as a result, people got a real, you know, there was a real kind of fallout about whether or not the ethics of things like this mm-hmm. and, and whether it was supporting piracy or whether it was doing this or that. I don't, I mean, I'm, I don't know if, about all that. I mean, I think it was just a bunch of cheeky folk, including us, going, oh, well, we'll give it a go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I first tried it out because I went, surely this isn't actually, actually going to happen. I went, yeah. So I gave it a go and it went down. So I said to yourself, you might want to give it a go. I don't know whether it will happen or not. Um, and yeah, I was a bit disappointed when I saw it was revoked because I was actually quite looking forward to trying out this stuff. Right. Um, but at the same time, people worked awfully hard on that and yeah. you know, they're charging 40 quid for it. Why should we get mm. it for free? Mm-hmm. It's the people that have paid 40 quid for it. That I, I, you know, and I of course the developers as well, you know. I mean, they, you know, it, it was fair dues, I suppose. Yep. yep. So no Fallout 4 season pass. Oh, the well. Freebies. The Farmable Bullet King has been removed from the division. This is a, akin to the, the Destiny chap. The, the cave. Look, the cave. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was just a, a, a boss, basically. I think you could kill... I think if you didn't kill his minions, you could kill him and he would respawn dead quickly. And you could just keep farming the stuff off him. Oh, okay. I think it was like loot and things. Um, uh, so he has now been removed, but he is not forgotten. No. Um, one of the, the Division gamers went to the real life location in New York <laughs> and uh, left a note on a lamppost. Um, and the note said, Spires of light, purple and gold. Twice every minute, it never got old. R.I.P. B.K. Outstanding. It's beautiful. And I think... Um, Ubisoft did also put up a picture kind of akin to like Louis the Sixteenth, French King but it was the Bullet King and a big king garb and all that so it was quite good quite good um, the MOBA shooter that, that's the multiplayer online battle arena if I'm right yep uh, shooter Battleborn is going to have an open beta on okay. PS4 Xbox One and PC before it's launch on the 3rd of May um, everyone can give it a wee go if you're on PS4 you can try it from the 8th of April and if Xbox One and PC you can get it from the 13th of April I have never played a MOBA I gave one a wee go I think it was a DC one I gave a go right um, yeah. I'll need to give it a, I might give this one a go um, it's a huge scene MOBAs yeah massive yeah. scenes um, and this is your, your esports essentially yeah. isn't it yeah. but I've just I've never never played one yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's essentially like almost like an RTS in a way. Kind of. Kind of. Kinda. Kinda, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. more than that, obviously. People are going to lambast me for saying that, but uh, essentially it is. Yep. But yeah, so give the open beta a try 8th of April for PS4 or 13th of April for Xbox One and PC. Yeah. Microsoft, this was big news. This, I, 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 I didn't put this as, as big news because it's maybe not as big as we think yet. Mm-hmm. But it's potentially big. Microsoft have offered a virtual handshake and open up talks to cross-platform play with other networks. Yep. Uh, essentially, Sony um, and Sony have said they're, they're, they're open to it, but they, they're just refusing to confirm anything. Yeah. 
this this is huge. Yeah, this is you know the fact that I could play my brother at FIFA while he's on his Xbox One greatly pleases me, and it always has done that kind of thing. Yep. Um, from what I've been able to deduct from the statement originally from Microsoft is it would be up to developers actually to decide on it. So it would be up to EA, for instance, uh-huh. to decide whether they wanted. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. see why they wouldn't. Uh, th- th- this is a no-lose scenario for me as yeah. a developer. As a developer, yeah. No, I would definitely say... Um, excuse me, I'm just... Uh, Let's get the cold. I'm just struggling a wee Let's bit. Let's get the cold. Um, so, and I've just put him in a greenhouse, so he's just sweating it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one thing I, I said originally when I saw this is this is definitely win-win for Microsoft. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's a little less inviting for Sony as it stands on a business side of things because as we've already discussed a number of times Sony are kind of holding all the ACs at the moment they're they're out selling the Xbox One mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at the moment you know we we discussed the fact and certainly in your case and in a, a number of our friends cases they were Xbox users last time uh-huh. subsequently a number of their friends jumped ship uh, to PS4 and as a result other folk came with them and went well I want to play with my friends uh-huh, uh-huh. and as a result there's a number of Xbox users who are now on Sony platforms for the first time ever mm-hmm. Microsoft are no daft they've seen this happen they've seen this trend you know they are losing a lot of gamers I mean they've still got their fanboys obviously as as Sony will always have fanboys you know there is that but a number of the more kind of you know the folk who were just looking for a, for the best gaming experience have jumped to to Sony, and I wonder if this was this is sort of Microsoft's way of hoping that they can keep a hold of other folk and go well. You can still have, you know, uh-huh. your Xbox games, but you can still play these cross-platform games with other folk. I mean, as a gamer, as it stands, it's quite a good. I, I don't see how it's a bad thing yep. for a consumer. Yep. I'm just not convinced that as it stands, Sony are uh, are that necessarily keen although they they certainly haven't said that they're not yeah no that's true that's true not at it but I do think that at the moment um, Microsoft have a wee bit more to gain from it than Sony do I, I agree with you I agree with you I, I think it does work both ways though as well I think that there's um, uh, there's people that would perhaps leave the PlayStation to go and join their friends on Xbox now there's not as many doing that as, as there are the other way about um, but there will be people like that um, but I, I just, I just think, why not? Why not? Because well, because yeah, the, the, the yeah, why not? But but you know, with the whole thing of exclusivity, with the whole thing of, I mean, at the end of the day, these are uh, commercial companies selling a product. Yeah, yeah. But you um, still get your exclusives as well. Well, exactly. You've got your exclusives, but particularly for Sony, if they've got exclusives, and they've also got the fact that most folks' pals are on the bigger communities are on PlayStation this generation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why would they give folk an out well you know um, I, I, the greater I, good the greater good surely have you ever hearts. known a commercial company to be interested <laughs> in the greater good you know at the end of the day the good that they're looking for is the the, the, the green yeah Rocket League of course um, is cross platform between PS4 and PC and it's also cross platform between Xbox and PC Yes, now, now that 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 yes. came because uh, Rocket League came to, it's only just come to Xbox in the last month or so. Right. Yeah, but they they have came out and said, we can do this now. We can make Xbox One play PlayStation technologically. It'll all work. Yep. it's just purely politics now. I would say that technologically, 
PS4 could probably play Xbox as well in the same sort of thing. I'm sure it would work mm-hmm. both ways. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I don't, I don't think it's... I definitely don't think this is going to be shot down. I think this will yeah, happen. Yeah. I don't know whether it'll happen on the big, big games uh, straight away, but I think no, on some of the indies. No FIFA? Um, I don't no know. FIFA? Again, though, I think from what we've been able to deduct from Microsoft's statement, um, it would be EA's decision, yeah. first yeah. and foremost. Um Anyway, I, mean, I mean, maybe EA would rather personally go, well, you know what, see these folk kind of want the best of both worlds, we'll just get them to buy it on both consoles. I mean, maybe the EA think of it that way. How many, how many people do you think, what percentage do you think have got both? Um, no, well, you're exactly right. You're you're right. There, there will be some folk who will, but these are the kind of, you know, these folk who call themselves hardcore gamers or whatever, potentially they will have both. Um, so maybe you're not thinking about them. But I, I generally think that the people who can't afford both both and have to pick one we'll just pick the one the pals are on yeah, anyway yeah I agree I agree that's what, I, that's what happens so means. therefore I'm not convinced that that would necessarily be a big a yeah. big thing um, well we can but hope do you know what we can do Colin what who's that little guy that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, Paul McCartney once again, pissing all over his legacy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was your... Cozy's Crumbs. Wonderful. <laughs> right. Well, do you want to tell you some freebies? Yes, tell me some freebies. Well, let me start with PlayStation. Uh, as we go to, to, to print here, I was about to say. That's not what you call it. As we go to tape, what would you call it? As we, at time of recording. Oh, thank you. Um, there is no announcement of April's PS Plus games yet, apart from the leaked game that was Dead Star. What we found out about last week. Yes. The Space Shooter, which is coming in April, along with other things. Yes. Uh, so, for March PlayStation, you can still pick up Bro Force, Galaxy Z, or Galaxy. Galaxy. Oh, I keep forgetting that. For both for PlayStation 4. PlayStation 3, you get The Last Guy and Super Stardust HD. And for the Vita, you get Flame Over and Reality Fighters. So, you can still pick them up for a few more days. Um, Games of Gold on Xbox are having a bumper month. A bumper month? They're basically doubling up. So you Excellent. get two games instead of one. I wish Sony point. would do that. Well, there's rumours that there's maybe something sneaky for April to, to challenge this for PlayStation. Mm. I'd like to see what it is, though. Well, let's see. Don't you get my hopes up? Well, yeah, no. Games of Gold for the bumper month. Um, the whole of April on Xbox One, you can get Child of Light, the platform uh-huh. game. Yep. Uh, you can also get the Pool Simulator Pool Nation FX on Xbox One so they're available for the whole of April um, that's, that's pull the game and not like doing like cannonballs and swimming a bit with a float and just waiting for the jacuzzi to start again no what, what do you think I know what I hope <laughs> yeah yes it is indeed pull the game yes. oh I see I well I won't be getting that then the tabletop game um Available at the moment for Xbox One until the 15th of April. You can get Lords of the Following. Lords of the Fallen. Following, it's a different game. Yes. It's a Twitter game. Lords of the Fallen, which is an action action RPG. Uh, That's available to the 15th of April. From the 1st to the 15th of April, you can also get on Xbox 360 Gears of War Judgment, the shooter, Uh and the (coughs) Minecraft Terraria. 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 It's one of those words that never ends. Uh, so they're both on the Xbox 360 till the 15th of April from the 1st. Yep. And then for the second half of April, the 16th to the 31st, yep. is Assassin's Creed Black Flag. 
Very good game on Xbox 360. On the 360, though, not as yeah, good. Well, better on the on the Xbox One. I'm sorry, you're, you're getting it for 360. And Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel, the Army co-op shooter. Two, I had one of them. And Did you? Yeah. I heard this isn't very good. This one. No, I think uh, the first one was a wee bit better, but neither of them were great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's for your April. Uh, for the remainder of March, you can still get uh, Sherlock Holmes: Crime and Punishment mm-hmm. on the Xbox One. Um, we said Lords of the Fallen, and you can still get Borderlands on yes. the 360 till the 31st of March. That's true. And that's your free games, and no doubt in about half an hour, Sony will announce what the PS Plus games are. Probably. Right now, it's time for Colin Little's little trivia. Colin Little's little trivia. <laughs> 14 episodes we've still not actually got a, <laughs> got a jingle yeah uh, are you saying that's not a jingle well I don't know what that was listen there'll be people walking about singing it like Rihanna's top hit like Rihanna's <laughs> top hit <laughs> what that one they work 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 it's awful doesn't make any sense oh it's horrendous anyway what's he gonna do so Paul, did you know... Hello, Colin. ...that the human race have spent over 200,000 years playing Angry Birds? <laughs> Roughly <laughs> the amount of time that modern humans have existed. That's horrendous, isn't it? Look what we've achieved. Oh, no. I think you'll find I've got three stars in pretty much all the levels of the I, first one. I was going to say at least 110,000 of those years is me. <laughs> yeah, I spent a long time on it. I've got Angry Birds socks. Angry bird socks, eh? What yeah. what are they? Are they, are they? Is it like just the red bird, or does it say? No, something? they're like black. They're like kind of plain black socks from like the ankle down, but then at the top of the, uh, like your foot where your toes are, kind of up to like halfway up your foot, is is one of the birds. Right. So there's the blue one, there's the red one, there's the green one, there's the yellow one. So it's secret so, angry it's bird secret, socks. Right? But some things I like to mix and match them. Oh, yeah, no. oh, yeah. Anyway, so there you go. There's two two bits of. <laughs> <laughs> trivia for you first of all about the, the amount of time we've wasted playing Angry Birds and second about my socks hey listen your socks are in demand that's it so that was Colin Little's little trivia Colin little trivia okay I take it back that's definitely a jingle yeah I mean right so it's time for the main event the of the main event of the <laughs> I just copied what you said just, <laughs> just completely just completely right so we're here to talk about virtual reality and of course uh, I would just like to say that we had originally planned to do this on the last episode um, I pulled rank with Paul and said nope we're going to wait in case Sony VR uh, Sony uh, announced the PSVR you pulled what? price I pulled rank <laughs> um, and uh, basically uh, we wanted to see if they were going to announce anything at GDC mm-hmm. and hot damn I was right <laughs> sorry Paul was that a bit loud? <laughs> <I've> ch- <laughs> in, this, in the one moment I, I choked in my water and went deaf <laughs> that was horrendous that was absolutely horrendous oh I'll enjoy editing that later yeah you can enjoy that <laughs> look out for that bit yeah virtual reality yep so well, we well I'll tell you some facts and figures yeah please do ba, 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 ba. right uh, I have no idea how to do this because it's just a whole load of information yes uh, so I'll take them one by one yeah I think it's probably the better way um, the Oculus Rift is yours uh, and and the, the base set of that you get a headset you get the sensor you get the Oculus Rift remote cables and an Xbox One controller boo <laughs> <laughs> so childish 
Uh, the games you get bundled with it is Eve Valkyrie. Yes. And Lucky's Tale. Mm. That's very good. Eve Valkyrie is great. This is shipping on the 28th of March for the first set of pre-orders. And they'll also be available in limited capacity. I, I, I expect a very limited capacity yes. at the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother who pre-ordered it, but not right away, uh, I think he's getting it in May. Right. You know, he, it was a few hours he missed. So yeah, so for March, uh, that they're, they're getting sent out. All that is going to cost you £499, Scott. £499 for the Oculus Rift base price. It's quite a lot of moolah. Then we've got the HTC Vive. Yep. Now, this is, is this the kind of Steam-related one? The valve one? Yes, right. I think so. So, uh, for this, the base you get is a headset. You get two wireless controllers. Which mm. I think maybe the Steam controller. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, two movement tracking and room scale sensors. Okay. And the games you get bundled with that is Fantastic Contraption, <laughs> Tilt Brush, and... Job simulator. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> Just because when you're not at work, you want to work you more. Do you? Head on, you're working. <laughs> um, the, this unit sold fifteen thousand units in ten minutes in pre-order. Fifteen thousand in ten minutes. Astonishing. How many units is that? A, a second, Colin? Can you do it? No. Good. Uh, all that will cost you six hundred and eighty-nine pounds. £689 for the Vive. So, so far, we're at Oculus Rift at 499 HTC Vive for 689 So, what on earth is Sony going to price their PSVR well, at? As, as, as no doubt everyone knows, they slipped out at GDC uh, and revealed that they are releasing it. Uh, oh, sorry, the, the HTC Vive is coming out in April. Yes. I missed that because it was on a new page. Right. April the 5th, I think that's getting shipped out. Um... So yeah, the, the PlayStation VR is coming out in October, a little later than its counterparts. Yep. Uh, for the base, the base package of that, you're getting a headset, mm-hmm. a processing box, yep. power cable, <laughs> thank goodness, <Yeah. laughs> earphones, which is, I presume, part of the headset. Uh, I believe so, yeah. Right. A dual HDMI connector that links the headset to the PS4. Yep. And an HDMI cable and micro USB cable. Mm-hmm. So essentially a headset with your phones and cables. Yep. And a processing box. Yes. The games you get bundled with that is just PSVR Worlds, which I think is like Battlezone and all that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's got that. It's got um, the London Heist. The Heist it's thing, got. Yeah. Um, not a drift, but the other one, the shark one, whatever that's called, there's a sort of shark uh, the one. deep. I think it's called. It's a, oh, right. a, you're in a shark cage, and it, apparently it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but on top of that, which I know that we'll talk about later, all PS4 games will be playable via cinematic mode. Yep. Which sounds quite interesting. Sounds really cool, actually. So that ships in October, mm-hmm. and for the base section of that, it's three hundred and forty-nine pound. Wow. £349. So we had Oculus Rift at 499 the HTC Vive 689 and PlayStation VR at 349 But. Yes. There's a but. The PlayStation VR does not come with a camera or move controllers in their base package and a camera is required. The move yep. controllers aren't necessary, aren't they not? No. They will be but for some They will enhance. Um, yeah. But you do need a camera. So essentially, you're adding another 50 quid onto that. Potentially, yeah. So you're you're talking three nine nine for PlayStation VR. Um, well, will we call it three four nine plus a camera? Yeah, because 
you know, I, I was listening to um, uh, kind of funny. Um, P.S. I love you XOXO. Uh, was, it, was, it, was it kind of funny? It was kind of funny, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, and Colin Moriarty did an interview with Shuhei Yoshida, the president of Sony. I, I, um, do you know? I'm I'm always impressed. You get that first time. I love Shuhei Yoshida. He's cool. Oh, you nearly faltered there. Can you say oh, again? Shuhei Yoshida. Oh, well done. Yoshida-san. Um, he uh, and he talked about this, and he said the reason why it, you know it's not in the base comp is because a lot of people have already got the camera. You've got one, for instance. Yeah, I don't. But you've already got one, and he kind of felt it would be a bit of a kick in the teeth for folk. Who'd already bought one? Oh no, I completely understand that. Uh, so what it is is there will be bundles that will have the camera. There'll be bundles that have got move controls. Uh-huh. I have move controllers, for instance. Uh-huh. I was one of the dafties that actually got a PlayStation Move. Hey, listen, uh, that frisbee game's great. It's great. It's good. <laughs> I just a pity they didn't support it at all. Um, so I've got PlayStation Move controllers, and actually they work very well. Those controllers are uh-huh. comfortable. They're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've already got them. Oh, I just, I just memories back to the 24-hour yes, challenge. Flashback. <laughs> oh, my God. You've got a camera. So, for instance, why would we then want to spend 400-odd pounds or whatever to get everything? You know, potentially we could get the 349. You want to use my camera? I might do. Hmm. Um, but is, is, it, is it to sound more appealing, you know, 349 pound? Uh, you go, wow, that's so much cheaper than the rest. But then, you know, you're maybe spending another 100 pound or something, maybe... Uh, I, I suppose it just depends on what the price of the bundle actually becomes. True, 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 true. That will all depend on things. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it is, it is a bit tricky them having something that's so important uh-huh, and uh-huh. it will not work without the camera. But to be fair to them, they are saying, you know, they're not trying to hide the fact you need the camera. No. They, they are very openly saying you And need, they you will need be it. supplying bundles that have the camera. You can also buy the camera just now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get the camera for around about 30-odd quid, potentially. I mean, it might have gone up in price now because right. it's going to be more useful. Sure, sure. But, but you know, there has already been a shortage of it. A mm-hmm. lot of folk bought this camera. At least they're doing something with it. At yeah, least, yeah, at least yeah. it's going to be useful to folk. Yeah. And folk that have already bought this camera will now feel, well, at least I've, I'm part of the way towards the PSVR, you know? I take it the camera is in place of the room sensors. Uh, well, the camera is used for the head tracking. Okay. So there's these uh, LEDs. Um, I think there's nine of them, I think, on the on the PSVR headset. And the camera tracks them just like it tracks the light bar and, and, okay. and things like that. And like it'll track the move camera, uh, the move controllers. And that's how you move your head. Okay, from okay. side to side and it tracks you um, so it's, it is very crucial um, yeah I, I mean I have to be honest the price is excellent that's exactly what we were hoping for well, I was bang on yep I was yep. bang on um, and yeah and it sounds really interesting also what people hadn't realised is there's this processing box as well yes which actually isn't going to in any way make the games any more impressive looking but what no. it is going to allow which I hadn't realised and it's a good thing is they're going to it means that they can then replicate the game twice and actually play it onto a screen yes. so so folk can potentially play co-op with one person using the camera and one person watching the screen oh, it also I, means I that your, your friends and family can actually well you've got the headset and they can actually watch you playing what the you're game doing, yeah. so they actually get a chance to see what it is and it makes it a bit more of a community based thing because otherwise yeah, yeah. it could be a very solitary oh, thing I, well that's what I was saying to the wife is uh, it's one thing sitting playing FIFA and chatting away here but you know the moment you put that on your, your ears are covered your eyes are covered you're, you're on your own yeah. you know I mean? yeah but I think it's a great thing um, it's going to allow that kind of stuff so I think the processor box as well is a big part of the audio I think mm-hmm. that, that does all the audio processing which allows it to be really good apparently apparently the audio on PSVR is 
looking like the best of the mm. bunch. And I'm an audiophile. I yeah. like my audio. Well, the good thing is uh, that, you know, I think it's quite quite an interesting thing. Sony obviously have the background, you know, they've made the Discman and the Walkman. Sony have done sound for years. They know their stuff. So it's it's good that they're using that, yeah. you know. And it is great. And I think, you know, because as we're going to go on, the PSVR is maybe not as powerful um, graphically. Mm-hmm. Sounds a very immersive thing. Yeah, yeah. Could it could really help bridge the gap, you know? So we've got some of the details here. So let's we'll just talk through a couple of things. This is very technical. I'm not exactly sure what all this stuff means, so we're gonna kinda go with some of it. They're all using um OLED displays. Which is is that an organic LED? Yeah, it could be right. I think it's an organic LED uh, display. Uh the resolutions of the Oculus Rift and the Vive are exactly the same. They are two one six zero by twelve hundred. Um, so that's that's a good decent yeah. display. It's a wee bit better than full HD. Yes, essentially. Yep. Uh, the PSVR is uh, is it nine nineteen twenty by ten eighty, which is full HD. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have to be honest. I like full HD. That's not bad. I do get I get that when the cameras when the screen's that close to your eyes, as it were, and you're actually in it. You know, the higher resolution, the better. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I have to be honest, as it stands, that's a pretty good, um, a pretty good display on them all. Albeit uh, the Oculus Rift and the Vive is considerably better, um, mm-hmm. or reasonably better. I wouldn't say considerably. No, better, yeah, but, that's but, just a wee jump. Yeah. Uh, refresh rate, which of course is very important. Um, you know, this is uh, of course the frequency of the image and how smooth it will be. Um, on the Oculus Rift and the HTC Vive, they both are running at ninety hertz. Uh, the PSVR also does 90Hz, but actually has a 120Hz refresh rate as well. Mm. So that, that could be interesting. That might, again, bridge the gap a little bit. Um, field of view. Uh, so obviously your, your field of vision. This is certainly something that sometimes uh, can affect um, motion sickness okay, on games. Okay. Uh, the field of view on the Oculus Rift and the HTC Vive um, are both 110 degrees. Uh, the PSVR is slightly smaller. It's 100 degrees. Well, do you know, just to be fair, just, we, we checked a couple of tables before we started recording there, and the table I was looking at, the Oculus, actually said 100 to 110. Okay. So it could vary, okay. possibly. Yeah, some of these details might be, uh, as far as we're aware and what we've been able to check, they're right at the time of publishing, but the things are changing quite a lot at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So we might be wrong on some of these, and if we are, please let us know. Um we're also not exactly sure about the built-in audio with the Vive and the Oculus. Uh, we Ooh. know that Sony PSVR does have built-in audio, and one of the other two does. O- Oculus does. Oculus does. Yeah. We're not sure about the Vive. Um, so that might be soon. I think they've all got a built-in mic. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least a jack for a mic, uh, as far as I'm aware. Um yeah, controller-wise, so of course the Oculus and the Vive both come with controllers, the PSVR doesn't, so yeah, there, there's an interesting point in that. But the PSVR can use DualShock 4. So yeah, you need a PlayStation to play it anyway. Yeah, so, so that will have a controller. But obviously the PS Move's going to be for um, enhanced yeah. uh, movement and use. Uh, sensor-wise... the uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this bit. Yeah, yeah this will be interesting. <laughs> uh, the... Oculus Rift comes with an accelerometer, uh, a gyroscope, a mag- magnetometer. Is that just to check if Michael Fassbender's anywhere near you? Uh, 360 degree positional 
tracking. I can't believe positional was the word I stumbled over. <laughs> um, the HTC Vive comes with an accelerometer, a gyroscope, laser position sensor, and a front-facing camera. Kind of interesting. Uh, the PSVR, mm. however, comes with an accelerometer and a gyroscope. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, is that not 360-degree tracking as well? Has it not got sensors on the back of your head? For the VR? I thought it was, yeah, the PlayStation one. I think so, but there's nine of them. There's nine... Um, points LEDs right. on the helmet that will be uh, picked up by the camera helmet is that what they're calling it well the visor the, you're calling the headset the headset right call you a helmet I, I like I liked helmet that was pretty good it was <laughs> I cool. bet you did I it made it more exciting yeah uh, put, put my helmet on <laughs> <laughs> what was that game Nightmare that TV show oh yes yeah helmet like Nightmare that's what I want um Connection wise, they're all fairly standard to be honest. Uh, HDMI, USB 2.0, USB 3.0 for um, for the Oculus Rift. Uh, again, the exact same for the HTC Vive, and exact same for the PSVR. Mm-hmm. Um, and the requirements now, of course, for the requirements for PSVR, all you're going to need is a PS4 and a PS4 camera. That's nice and easy. Very straightforward. I suppose that is the bonus of consoles. Yep. Requirements for. Um, for the Oculus Rift and for the Vive are a wee bit different. These are obviously for the PC. It's so, just going to be a collection of numbers. Yeah, I don't know if this will help <laughs> folk or not, but we'll go through it anyway. Uh, you will, of course, uh, if you're on the you're going for the Oculus Rift, you'll need um, an, an, an NVIDIA GTX 970 or an AMD 220, 290 equivalent or greater. Um, so that'll be for your graphics card. Um, for your Intel, uh, for your process, you're going to need an Intel i5-4590 equivalent or greater. You're going to need 8 gigabytes plus or, uh, and upwards of RAM. Uh, you'll need a compatible HDMI 1.3 video output. Uh, you'll need uh, two USB 3.0 ports. And you'll need Windows 7 or newer. Mm. Uh, for the... Um, for the Vive, you're going to need an NVIDIA GeForce GTX 970 um, or a Radeon R9 290 equivalent or greater. So that seems fairly similar graphics cards, but those are high-end cards. Those are expensive, those graphics cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're about six, £700 worth of mm, alone. Tasty. Uh, you'll need, again, an Intel Core i5-4590 or equivalent or greater. So again, that's um, the same sort of processing speed. However, you only need 4 gigabytes upwards of RAM. Mm. Uh, you'll need a compatible HDMI 1.3 video output, but you'll only need one USB, and it's a 2.0 port mm-hmm, yeah. for the, the Vive. So there uh, you are. I mean, they're, they're very similar. As you say, the, the Vive needs a wee bit less, but um, yep. they're very similar. Ah, <sighs> You know, I, I I used to do a lot of PC gaming, and, and you know that it was it was essentially the graphic cards cars that killed me. Yeah, um, and kind of chased me to console. And looking at that, I just go, oh, I just use a PlayStation one. <laughs> it might not be as good, but ah, it's fine. At least it'll run. <laughs> yeah, sitting there screaming about DLL files all your days. I'm I'm so chuffed. My my brother's getting Oculus because it will give me a shot of it. Yeah, um, I'd really like, and I'd love to do. I'd love to compare them to see how it would be how great to do a comparison at yeah. some point, and I think you know we'll we'll see if we can when when uh, when Peter does get his uh, Oculus, it would be great to to get a shot of it and find out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
what their opinions are. And of course, let him, you know, obviously, you know, you're going to get a wee go at it once in a while. Peter will be using it a bit more. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how, how he feels. Yeah. And, and, and in the time between him getting his console, same, his headset in May, and PSVR coming out, you know, how how can I, on the sort of mid to long term, yeah, yeah. how much it's been used? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a lot of information, obviously, but yeah, yeah it's uh, virtually as, as a thing. Do, I mean, are you excited about it? Um, uh, kind of, yeah. I think this mm-hmm. is this is here to stay. I think uh-huh, this is. I right. don't think it's just for gaming as well. People who seem to think that it's just for gaming, this is going to be used for like virtual tourism. It's going to be used for. I mean, this could be used for like. Can you imagine like architecture programs mm-hmm. for for folk? Um, they'll be able to do you know, uh, virtual wonders through. I mean, you can do them on computers as it is, but it'll be yeah. far more immersive for folk to to wander yeah. through. Um, you know, health and safety simulation training mm-hmm. for folk on oil rigs or or space or anything like that. I mean, huh. it will be. It, it's incredibly useful. Yeah. This and um, I think it's here to stay. I think it really is, um, and I, I think also you know you imagine going to museums or things like that, and you know wander through dinosaurs or, or you know seeing the dinosaurs, seeing the the ancient pyramids or whatever. These these are things that this will be able to be utilised. It yeah. can be used for training. It can be used for education uh, and for entertainment as well. I think um, I, I, I think it's a thing for the future. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm I'm glad to hear that it's going to be streamed on its, on its screens as well. Yeah, that that is great. Because just the idea of just sitting there with the, essentially with nothing on the telly, me just in a headset, and you know, folk no being able to talk to you mm-hmm. or whatever and that that worries me a wee bit. So if it can be inclusive and and you could get your friends around and have a sort of a, a sort of wee experience where you could each take turns. Aye, uh, well I didn't know about the co-op. That's great. Yeah, and that's yeah. brilliant. How well it'll work, I don't know, but but uh, that's the plan. It will be quite good because. You know, one I'll just be sitting playing normally, and then you'll have your virtual reality headset on. So you'll be going, "Right, have you just got to go punch them?" Yep, because you can't. Will you? Will you play can with me? Or will you got the headset on, or will you just expect me to punch you in the nuts? <laughs> <laughs> just the usual. Just I the will. Usual. I will punch you in the nuts. I did a thing. Did you do the BBC? Did you see the BBC made a three hundred and sixty degree program? Have you seen this? No. However, I did see a wee bit of I'm a Celebrity did this. I, oh, I never right, watched okay. the programme, but uh, my good lady, she showed me this. It was a video on Facebook and it was Ant and Dec talking through. They had this 360 live camera thing oh. and you could draw the camera all around. You could see yeah. it in every angle. And it was really impressive. What, what was great? You can still, this is on YouTube, I think. I think it's BBC 306. I think it's Click, the programme that does all the technology stuff. Okay. Um, and if you've got a smartphone, you know, with the, the, the sensors, the tilt sensors and things in it, uh-huh. essentially what you can do is you can hold it in front of your face and look about as wow. if it's like virtualized. So imagine the Samsung VR, you can stick it in yeah. and look about. Um, but what I did was I got the wife to stand with it and I held it in my hands and put it over her head so it's in front of her. So it's like, like a, a visor. Ah. And just asked her to move so my hands would move with her. And it g- gave you a wee sense of what it would be like. And it was, you know, it was, it was very basic because it's obviously did she, did she spew? She didn't know. No. No, no, she didn't do it very long though. That's no. my <laughs> but it, it was it was great, and it's. I, I, I urge you if you're if you're wondering what it's going to be like for virtual reality, I'd, I'd look up the BBC Click three hundred and sixty degree show mm-hmm. and and just stick your phone in your face, and if it's got the sensors as you move it, it'll it'll move. That's a good show. I'm going to give that a go myself. Yeah, it's quite good. That's yeah. quite good. The um, 
the I mean that as you say, this is this is a big thing for the future, I think, and it's it's all very interesting, and you know it could change entertainment. You know that these you know it's not going to be old shows, but you know new TV shows. I don't know. The fifth season of Daredevil might be in 360 degrees and things like that. So you're watching Daredevil and yeah, I'm not sure how much I would like that. I kind of you know directors of photography and all that have have, exactly. have made shots for you to see. Um, sport might be quite interesting in that. Oh, you know, you could you, you could wonder about watching live sport. That would be really cool if that became advisable yeah, later yeah. on. Um, you know, we like our movies, we like our TV shows. Yeah. I like to watch them the way they were intended. I agree. I agree. Uh, however, live TV, things like that, mm-hmm. things like sport, things could be really interesting. Nature program. I mean, can you imagine sitting like uh, with your headset on, basically like you're sitting centre court at Wimbledon watching Andy Murray? Aww. That could be really amazing. You can look at what you want to look at. Even go wander about on the court, ball flying past you, Andy <laughs> absolutely raging at you. That'd be excellent. Yeah, so I mean, I think it has got great potential. Now, tell me about the cinematic mode. Yeah, that so. And the PSVR, this is. PSVR's got this thing called cinematic mode where basically you're going to be able to play any game, and what it'll do is you'll still, I mean, it's not as though you're not going to be in the world, but you're actually going to be watching it on a gigantic screen. Hmm. It's hmm. going to be like you're playing your game in a cinema screen. That's brilliant. It's what? something, I mean, it's something like um 25 foot screen or something like that. I can't That's remember excellent. the exact dimensions. Uh, I saw, again, Shuhei Yoshida uh, tweeted the other day saying he'd just been playing Dark Souls 3 and he said not saying anything but the way I was or the device I was using to watch it made it incredibly immersive or or words to that effect Uh so he was of course playing it on PSVR and was raving about it wow I just think it's really cool and I think this is a big thing for Sony because yeah you know, the problem with the move was they made this technology but then didn't support it Uh Uh this automatically supports every single game so yeah fair dues you're going to have to pay a lot of money to get a PSVR. It's a lot of, it's a big output, but mm-hmm. you will be able to use it as much or as little as you want. Yeah, it's not as though you put this a huge amount of money. Remember, like when we first got PS PS4s, uh-huh. there wasn't a lot of games at first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, oh man, I kind of want some more games. Yeah, yeah, every game you've got for your PS4 will be playable on this. Some mm-hmm. of them will be more useful, more, more, you know, like you know, the games that are actually designed for the VR will be great, will be really incredible experiences. But these will be, you know, at the same time, this will be a real cool experience yeah, you can get yeah. as much use out of this as you want mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing I, I'm I'm pleased with it and it, it certainly means that when this launches you're not going to have to sit around twiddling your thumbs for ages waiting on you know games to come out for it right yeah there'll be launch titles and your other games will be playable do you think apps will work as well could you watch Netflix on your cinema? I don't mode? see why you couldn't yeah, yeah I think I that's, suppose it's just replicating I the think screen, that's that's more than likely obviously this, is, this isn't um are you going to get Uncharted? Um, it's a big, it's a big investment. You know, it's a saving the pennies situation. Absolutely, yeah. At the present moment in time, Colin, Little, are you going to save your pennies and get PSVR? Um, I probably won't get it at launch. Okay. It might be one of these ones where you know, for Christmas, I might need to put money together. Right. Okay. Big yeah. Borrow steel, for instance. Um. I have to be honest, I think if people are getting it at lunch day, you're going to have to already have pre-ordered it by now, because mm. I think it's, you know, yeah. I think that actually, I, I believe today as we're recording, Amazon have got some new bundles in, oh, right, right. which you can pre-order again. Uh, I think this will take a while to get. Yeah. Um, however, I'm not put off by it. Uh-huh. Uh, whether I'll be able to afford it, I really don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but in theory, I'd love to get one. Yeah. My my worry is that you have a daughter. Oh god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could sell my daughter. That's right. You just came up with that. Um, I wouldn't advise that. No. no. Um, I, I'm I'm definitely interested in it. Yep. It's a. Uh, I, I remember having a go of virtual reality way back when when it was 1990s or whatever it was um, and it was just stick men uh-huh. stuff but I, I was amazed by it and it's always appealed to me um, I'm very keen on it uh, like like yourself I don't think I can afford it no. right away and it will be saving the pennies possibly um, and maybe even in the next year I don't know but uh, what was I going to say I've completely forgotten what I was going to say I don't know that's terrible isn't it I get distracted yeah. by stickmen there. I was reminiscing about oh, <laughs> standing in a line, standing in a line for. Yeah, like no, you were saying minutes. that you you uh, you you kind of want to get it. You don't know if you can afford to. But you've played it before. That's what it was. Thank you. Um, so that that's where I'm just now. I'm terrified. I get a shop in Brothers Oculus Rift and just and go. This is the best thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Who well, knows? you've got a few months to save up. That's it. So, yeah, but only one daughter to sell. We've had some folk, <laughs> as it stands. Um, we uh, we had some contact, uh, some folk in giving their opinions. We did indeed. Um, let's see who we've got. We have got Joe. Joe says um, this is with regards to virtual reality in total. Yeah, it's not just any particular platform. Um, I don't see me getting it. I do feel it'll be very much like three D TVs getting relaunched and then dying out. But the Sony announcement certainly has raised my interest levels. Yeah. Mm. I think it's a slightly different thing from 3D TV. 3D TV was very gimmicky. I think it, it was never going to last. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just I just think this is slightly different. Well, 3D was a thing to get people back into cinemas. Yep. So it was never going to work on TV. No. Malcolm got in touch. Uh, he says, I'm not convinced. Also, awesome in theory, but I'm worried this iteration is going to be pretty gimmicky. Manufacturers pushing technology to the consumer market before there's any appetite and then trying to convince, like 3D TVs. It's not the same. It's not the same. I'm also not sure I can picture myself (laughs) using it enough to justify the cost. Never say never, but I'm definitely not going to rush out and buy them on release. That said, No Man's Sky could win me over. Or, if VR turns out to be anything like Craig Charles' Cyber Zone, <laughs> in which case I'm in. <laughs> no Man's Sky was one of these ones everyone was assuming was going to be a launch title mm, for. If only. I wonder if VR, if, if No Man's Sky gets pushed back to become a launch title, but they'd have to announce this pretty soon. I, I, I don't think, I don't think it's happening it anymore. I, th- I think it'll come with support. I think it will work with well, it. Well, as we know, it'll case. definitely work. Whether it'll work normally or whether it'll just work cinematically, right, okay. we're not sure. Well, you tricked me there. Yeah. You tricked me there. Uh, no Man's Sky is going to be great, though. It is the kind of game. Mm. Certainly, Elite Dangerous is coming at some point. That's a launch title for Oculus now, yeah. Yep. It's going to work uh, right it's away. It's going to be coming to PSVR as well. Mm-hmm. That would be very cool. It's uh, the only thing that will stop me getting No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. James got in touch. Yep. And he says, not at £349. Would certainly give it a go, though. You can have both worlds, James. You, you, can, you know, you know what I'm You can't just, just sit there and go, no, no, 349 So what you just said... I've already discussed that 349 is actually a really good price. Yeah. What do you want, James? What do you want? He's essentially saying he wants one of his mates to buy it so he can oh. get a shot. What do you think that says? The season pass is Fallout 4? Goodness sake. You just get stuff for free, James. Richard got in touch. Oh, no, here we go. Yep. Takes a deep breath, he writes. It's a pile of... Rubbish. 
Little brown poo emoji. Yes, that's not the word he used. Nope. Uh, with no domestic use. That's not true. An overpriced novelty designed to squeeze more money out of people with a gimmick that has a very finite appeal. They've been wheeling this crap out since the early 90s in five-year intervals and it goes away quietly when people get dizzy and puke after five minutes. Only this time, a number of companies just thought we'll make a VR kit anyway and tell people it's great. But we'll buy it because we're conditioned to respond to marketing companies. Bell... (laughs) Sorry. We're conditioned to responding to marketing companies' bell ringing. Then we line up for over hundreds of pounds while salivating like the Pavlovian hounds we are. But you never know, I may be wrong. So uh, Richard's already put his uh, pre-order in, hasn't he? Yeah. (laughs) I think he's... A point, I understand that, you know, the, the motion sickness thing is still a, a, a possible mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. This whole domestic, non-domestic use thing's not true. It's, it's going to be useful. It's going to so be... It's a domestic abuse? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's a new game. Uh, this will be incredibly useful for folk in a number mm-hmm, of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can imagine, even think about, you know, driving theory tests. Oh, there it goes. You know, like a hazard perception. You, you should be employed you, you could be by a company. In the car. You could actually <gasps> be in the car. Google Maps, you could actually potentially uh, go to, a, you know, have a look at the street and go, right, so that's the building I'm definitely going to. You already do that in Google Street View. Oh. But, but you can actually be there and go, that's exactly where I need to be. <gasps> you know, it, it's going to be incredibly useful. Uh, Education-wise, everything else. Did you pre-think that or did you no, just No, it just came to there? me there. That's but amazing. but it, is, it is definitely going to be useful and that's why this is going to last longer than 3D telly or anything like that. And say the Sony guy's name again. Shuhi Yoshida. Oh, what a guy. Parker's been in touch. He says, I'll wait for PSVR to develop before I buy it because the launch titles look atrocious. That being said, it's an exciting evolution and I look forward to the day when movies and games are 360 degrees immersive. Also, it comes with it comes bundled with PS Move, but they were crap. No, 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 no. The actual PS Move was underutilised, but actually the technology itself is actually not bad. And the Move controllers are good. Mm-hmm. Parker's not obviously not played that Frisbee game. No, Frisbee he's obviously golf. not played uh, Move, what is it, PS Move? Sports Champions? Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, Peter was in touch. He says, oh, this is my brother. Yes. Uh, well, my Oculus is in order and I'm pretty excited. The launch titles seem to be quite strong with Eve Valkyrie seeming a standout with a few more interesting ones by the end of the year. What will be interesting is what people come up with once they have their hands on one. I really hope all the systems sell well enough so that companies keep producing software. He's right. He's yep. absolutely right. And this, the, he must have sent this in before Elite was yeah, confirmed I'm as a launch because so, yeah. he's Elite daft. He's elite daft. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> elite daft. DLC. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he's bang on. Uh, it was the same, you know, that's why Connect died. That's why Move died. Stuff, they didn't make stuff you for You need it. to do it. I think there's over 100 titles in development for PSVR. Mm-hmm. Oculus um, have got a deal. They've got the deal with Microsoft, um, with the whole playing Minecraft on your coffee table nonsense um, oh, hi, hi. there's there's all sorts of stuff that everybody is investing big in this this is different this mm-hmm. is different mm-hmm. across the board there's so much money being invested in this I don't think this I think this will be the exception to the rule yeah. I think it will be mm, you're keen you're keen son Jay was also in touch he says I am on the fence with VR just now I have the Samsung Gear VR and it's interesting and works well 
it will depend on publisher support for me. Yeah, yeah we didn't really discuss the, the Gear VR because it essentially is what you were talking about with your phone. Yeah, it's yeah, essentially it's... you slide your phone into the helmet thing, the, the visor, and then you just move about and look at your phone. Basically, mm. um, I think it does work quite well, uh, but it's it's going to be different. It's, it's not, not. It's not it's true. Not VR, really, it? it's not going to be on the same kind of scale as the other others or at least not at the moment hmm. so there's a lot i mean lots to talk about and it's, it's you know it's going to develop over the next year or so um you know has anybody got their oculus is it coming you know it'll be coming in three days if you got it in the first pre-order how exciting is that unbelievable um if anybody's got that you know by the time the next episode the vive will be out as well um if anybody's out there who does have this and wants to give us your thoughts or if you don't have it and you want to give us your thoughts then please do you can catch us on twitter at nearly men you can find us on facebook the nearly men video games podcast and you can also email nearly men podcast at gmail.com let us know yep and if you have got it give us a shot give us yes, a shot yes uh, okay we'll, so we'll come and podcast from your house ah that'd be great it. we're not a live podcast there from somebody's are. house <laughs> um, yeah, so a couple of upcoming releases. We'll just fire through these. Uh, coming on the 28th of March for the PC is Adrift. Mm. Basically, think of Gravity, the movie, as a game. And this is virtual reality as well. Yes. Well, obviously, not yet, but well, I suppose com- it would be. It will be, yeah. <gasps> oh, it's already here? That's coming out on the 28th of March. It is, of course, um, going to work on the PC with your headsets. Uh, so, very cool. Uh, absolutely looks terrifying, to be honest. I'm not convinced it's the not kind Michael. of fun game. This is the one the reporter threw up, or nearly threw up. Ah, uh, okay. Because she had a panic, panic attack. I wonder, flying off into space to die. Um, <laughs> Yay! Yay! Games are fun! So, do you want to play Job Simulator? Or, or fly off into space to die simulator? Um, <laughs> coming out on the 29th of March for Xbox One is Killer Instinct Season 3, the fighting game. Killer Instinct, I remember playing that on the N64, I think. Uh, it was kind of to kind of try and compete with things like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Um, they weren't the best, but, but there we are. Dirt Rally is coming out on the PS4 and Xbox One from the 5th of April. And on the exact same date as Quantum Break coming out. Of course, that's the Xbox One and PC game we were discussing last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that does. I did watch someone play it. Like, yep. uh, a YouTube video, mm-hmm. I think it was. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. Interesting thing. So that's your upcoming releases. Wonderful, Colin. Thanks for that. We had a competition. We had the yes. challenge, the Drive Cub challenge this month. Yes, it, we did. It was fast and furious, as they say. I was furious, and I was fast, but not, not as fast, fast. enough. <laughs> <laughs> so basically we had the drive club it was the fastest lap on Westeros reversed um, we, had, we had quite a few people it was the... oh, very good very good that's, that's Game of Thrones for people that don't know set in Westeros Westeros from Westeros to Nova Scotia <clears throat> probably need to pay PRS for that now no, I don't think so mate you didn't sing the right tune so it's alright oh, yeah. so we had quite a number of people playing um, there was quite a battle at the bottom as well Yep. Uh, between Janice Loves Honey and Jamsy42. Yep. Um, I, I think Jamsy just pipped her at oh, the post. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think, I think Janice Loves Honey was at the bottom. Oh, dear. Um, but more interestingly, at the top. <laughs> well, why don't we go from third? Of up. course. Uh, in third place, with a, <sighs> with a time of two minutes, nine seconds, point three six eight. Yeah. Was Brucey 319. Oh. 
well done, Bruce. A late entry. Yep. I think he only joined this week. As of course Nick Bruce who was getting taunted by the ghost cars. Yeah. Maybe if he just hadn't restarted after that first lap. Yeah, maybe. That, his entire his entire strategy was wrong. Yeah, all wrong. Needed patience. Ah, exactly. Exactly. And second place with two minutes eight seconds point zero one three. It was a handsome chap called Paul Kaczynski. Oh, yes. Two minutes, eight seconds. I'd like to say that I won the last challenge. I know know you did. All you can do is second. I tried my hardest. That's why I pull rank. You have no idea how hard I tried. (laughs) (laughs) My hands were in cramps. And that was without pulling rank. In first place. Who's rank? (laughs) <laughs> in first place with an astonishing time staggering of two minutes five seconds point seven was Roscoe Allen 1982 <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable I, I for a long time he was first with two minutes and seven seconds and I tried my damnedest to get under 208 and I couldn't do it so you got to 208 and then he just mocked you I, I like mean, just shaving another 3 seconds it was two winning seconds it was winning it didn't need to go any further 205 astonishing and I, I don't think it, I don't think there was anything in between I think it went from 207 to 205 and he still crashed on that run he said he still just, had a collision and he still I don't know how he did it I really he, don't he does say he has the video um, so I think if he sends us that we'll put it up on yep. our Facebook and Twitter pages um, as, as the champion of the Drive Club Challenge. Absolutely. Well, I was nowhere near it. I just, uh, just well, struggled. You, you were fourth. Yeah. You were fourth. I think, oh, no, you fourth, were fifth. You were fifth, sorry. Fifth, I was <laughs> fifth, and I was miles off. I was... You were 212, I think. 212, I think. Really. I couldn't even recatch my speed. After I got that, I could never get back to that time. I couldn't even get close to it. Well, you made it wet. Why did you make well, it wet? Well, I only made it a little bit wet, because that was part... Because I wanted to make it difficult. Oh, right, okay. That's the whole point of it. Crikey. But it was, it was great scene, you know... Um, with most of the challenges we're going to do we're going to have to have screenshots because yep. it, there, there's not leaderboards and there's different platforms and things like that but it was great to actually watch the the, the, the leaderboard absolutely it was great good fun. and it was good to have so many folk joining in we had a lot of folk yeah. um, giving it a go uh, which my, was great. my wife got addicted to it for quite a while yeah yeah so now there's the drive club challenge is over Roscoe Allen has put that to bed he can redeem himself, uh, live on as the, the second champion of the nearly main challenges. Absolutely. Well, like current reigning champion, I would say. Oh, oh I would say okay. so. that's nice. That's yeah, nice. I would say so. uh, toppling you from the throne. Not for uh, long. Not for long. Not for long, because the next one's my jam. Oh, yeah. So the next challenge, uh, we are going to do Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, yeah. And we're going to do one of the missions... So in the main menu, you, you can get a choice between multiplayer and missions. Go to the missions, and we're going to do survival, and it's the survival on Endor, which is the new map that's just been added. Mm. And it's a uh, mm, it's quite creepy, wasn't it? Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, so survival on Endor, we're going to do it in normal difficulty. What's <laughs> the Colin Little's chagrin. I wanted a challenge. I wanted a challenge. Well, this is a challenge because you have to do it yourself. You, yep. have, you have to do solo, no, no co-op no, allowed. Co-op nonsense. And you get the best time. So it's the time we're looking for that you do it. Not the score, not the kills. It's the best time. This will be tricky. That'll be good. I, th- I think this is another one like Drive Club that will be shaving seconds off and half seconds and things. Um, so yeah, so Star Wars Battlefront, Survival on Endor, Normal Difficulty, 
You do it on your own, so solo, and we'll take the best time. So if you snap a screenshot of your time, uh, you can see that on the leaderboard after you finish or when you're choosing the mission. You'll see a leaderboard at the right-hand side. Uh, take a screenshot of that and send us it. We'll only take your time into account. So if you've got friends on the leaderboard, we'll completely ignore them. Um, it's up to them to get in touch with us if yep. they want to play. Absolutely. All right. And make sure to give us a, a a tweet or a Facebook and give us a little uh, hashtag as well. Oh, hashtag nearly men challenge? That's kind of big. Yeah, no, I don't. What will we call it? Maybe we should have thought of this beforehand. Yeah, we probably should have, shouldn't we? NM challenge. NM challenge. Hashtag NM challenge. That'll do us. Okay. Uh, for now. You stole my pen for that? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I was going to write something down, but. I gave you your own pen. Did you? It's outrageous. <laughs> you did. So, so get a bit mental. Yeah, we've been in here for ages. Outrageous. NM challenge. Yeah, so that's your hashtag. NM challenge. Beautiful. There we are. So yeah, let's do this. Um, I am going to come back with a vengeance on this. By the way, oh, I can feel this it. is my kind of game. Mm. So let's let's see how we can do on At that. At the moment, there is no score. There is not. So um, if I get a chance, I'll try and put one up over this weekend. But uh, you guys, get first in to get in, you can. first yeah. to get in, and we'll put the first one in up. Yep, and, and then that'll, that'll be, be the one to aim for. Okay, so uh, on the subject of challenges, just as we finish, we've got a little uh, trophy challenge for you, Paolo. Yay! Uh, and this is for your new game, Dying Light. Oh, no. To make you brave enough to get back into it. I don't want to play it. Two challenges, one of them's easier than the other. Uh, we'll go with the first one. Yeah. This is called Barbecue. It's a bronze. All you have to do is stick a burning zombie on some spikes. Oh, for goodness sake. It's dead easy, actually. You get close. Yeah, one that's on fire and then kick it into some spikes. Great. Great fun, though. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, the other <laughs> one I couldn't resist is the one called Italian Plumber, because we're a video games and this is a podcast, and this is definitely a Mario reference. A Mario? This is one you'll need to upgrade to do. You won't be able to do this straight away, so this is right. one that'll take a bit of time to do. But okay. you have to kill an enemy with a wrench using the vault move followed by drop attack. How cool is that, though? That's very good. So, yeah, so that's your two challenges. If you guys have Drying Light out there, then give it a go. Your two challenges, uh, uh, the two trophies to aim for are barbecue. First of all, stick a burning zombie on some spikes. And, of course, the slightly more advanced one is Italian Plumber. It's also a bronze, I'm afraid. Uh, and you use you do that by killing a zombie with a wrench using Vault followed by Drop Attack. Wonderful. Some good challenges, Colin. Thank that's you for that. So, yeah, so we were talking about virtual reality. Get in touch with us. Um, uh, your thoughts on virtual reality are you going to get it are you going to wait are you just not interested at all do you think it will work do you think this time next year we'll be laughing about how it didn't work or do you think we'll all be jealous because we can't afford it um, let us know um, you've got your, your competition the Star Wars Battlefront Survival and Endor Normal Difficulty Solo and Snapshot Your Best Time and of course Colin Little's Trophy Challenges he's just told us is the Dying Light ones Barbecue and Italian Plumber our next show is going to be out on the 8th of April and I think we agreed we're going to do our, our dreams for the future, so the games we want to see. Yes, yes. What what kind of game would we like to see? Is it ones that we already know that are potentially in the development? Or is it uh, something something that maybe we, you know we're just hoping might appear? Yeah, so here's a little stimulus for you, Colin. Yeah. Hope shines brightest in the dark when nothing's ever seen. What is he talking about? What is he talking about? Yeah, so all these dreams for the future. If you've got a game that you've always wanted, like I, I can go on record now and just yes. say I want a Superman game. Yes. I want a Superman game. Superman more... 64? 
No, I, I, I want. <laughs> do you know there's rumours? There's rumours that the people Rocksteady are doing Superman. That's why they've stopped Batman. <gasps> but that's why I want a Superman game, for example. Um, you might want uh, I don't know what Cat Simulator. I want Red Dead Redemption Two. We all want Red Dead Redemption Two. VR. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> That would be great. Oh my god! So let us know what your games are. <laughs> just, just, you don't have friends anymore. You don't have family. You don't even have a house. Big beard. Just now, it's it. You've literally just lived in the wild west for a hundred hours. Oh, amazing! Oh, happy days, man. Yeah. Happy days. Well, thank you, Colin Little, for your virtual reality knowledge. Thank you. You're always the man your uh, wonderful beard. Well, thanks. And your excellent jingles. <laughs> I should be looking at my jingles. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll see you on the 8th of April. In the meantime, I, I might cut that out. Oh, is that not allowed? I don't know. Oh, she put it on Facebook, didn't she? Yeah. We, we need to cut that bit out. Sorry, I'll, I'll cut that all out. Just ignore that. Just, just ignore that. We can announce that later. Yes, so... Come, right, okay, we'll no, do no. it again. <laughs> bag. <laughs> <laughs>